This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shiurim, and Sefarim of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit eshelpublications.com. We started the Rift, and then probably the most important person is Rashi. So remember again that uh, the centers were in Bavel, the Desiree's were. There was one migration through North Africa to Spain, and that's where you ended up with, the, with, with Sfarad. Another migration to Italy, and from Italy it made its <laughs> way into France and Germany. And at this time, the, you're talking about the 10 hundreds, you, you have France and Germany becoming the centers of Tyra. And uh, Rashi was born in about 1040 and died about 1105. And that's, um, Rashi is from the, <laughs> possibly the biggest, or him and the Rambam. And we'll try to talk a little bit about some aspects. The first and most difficult thing is where do you get your facts about Rashi? So, in general, the best fact checker is the Chidah, Hashem Agdoilim. Chidah was a Goyen Oilam. The Chidah had it, traveled around the whole world, literally. <coughs> and wherever he was, he was a tremendous bibliophile, went through the, 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 the libraries, the Sviyadis, the people, extraordinarily wide person. We spoke about the Chidah. And he was a very critical person. You know, he was able to to understand where each thing belongs, what's right, what's not right. The Chidor is definitely a place where you need to check facts first before anything. So as far as Rashi goes, let's go through some of the sources that generally would be good, and we'll try to figure out. And normally, you would look in a person's own Sfarim to try to glean out material. Rashi's Pirush, Pirushim are um, in very, very brief. They're, they're on the topic. There is almost no digression of the, 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 the point that he's making. There's very little. There are, they picked up a bit and a piece here and there, but generally speaking, there's come out no digression. There are chuvis collected from Rashi, but the problem is Rashi never it was never Masuda. It's very unclear how much of each chuvah is Rashi, how well was it rewritten, how much was added, taken away. Very very difficult to um, to be able to take material. I'll quote two or three things, but by and large, it was very hard to find. It, when if, if a tshuva says it's in like place, you have you have a tshuva written by Noida Behuda. He wrote the tshuvas. He published the tshuvas. There's questions, answers. Over there, the 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 the, the we have from Rashi are are a crazy quilt of things they found, and they put together, and Talmidim wrote it, and Talmidim incorporated into their writings. So it's not a great not a great place to to to, to take material from. The um, famous 
stories and all about Rashi. How do we know? Where do they come from? They, they come from a sefer called Shalshalos HaKabbalah, which uh, was written in the 1500s, uh, way after Rashi was Nifta. Uh, it was written in the 1500s by some of Rabbi Yachi, it was Italian. And it, it, some of those stories are brought in Seda Deiris, which was written later, the 1700s. So let me quote what the Chidor writes about this is, he says, It's a waste of time to even try to fix what he wrote. He would hear any stories and write it down. Whatever he heard or saw, no matter what, he would write it down. They're not true. And he mixed in a lot of nonsense in it. He says, I don't understand the Seda Deiris. He was a big Chacham. And he, and he quoted things that weren't true. He says, he himself, the Seda does write in Zakdama, and he says, he quotes about you know how his riots and his fantasies are gone. I was, I, I went, I looked over some pages. And, the, the, and I couldn't help myself. And I kept writing, not true, nonsense, and so on. I didn't want to mention because there's so many of them. And, and he brings things that are not true. For all those stories, those wonderful, wonderful stories like Rashi, they're Where they came from, what, no, no, uh, we have no, uh, you know, idea. And the Chidor writes on it, it's full of nonsense. Let's give two examples. Um, one thing is about that. The, why he called Rashi Rashi because his father. It's, it, it, why did he start Torah Omer Because his father was Yitzchak was a very fine person, but his father was not Tamid Chacham and he wanted to preserve it and so on and so forth. So he started Omer Yitzchak. So first of all, he quotes his father in Halach and Chulin in in Rashi. Secondly, so he was obviously a, a, a Tamad Chacham. Secondly, the, the, if you look at the Tankuma, and today we have the Gersos and Tankuma, it says Omri Bitzok, it says exactly where Rashi brings it. So that story is not true. The story of the famous story where Godfrey of Bullion, who, was, who lead, led the Crusades, went into Rashi and the story is a fantastic story. He goes in and he saw Sfarim open. He doesn't see a person, but Rashi was talking to him and he told him that you'll come back here, you'll be king for three days, or you come back here with three, with three, um, you'll have, you'll come back alone, I think. Um, you'll, you'll come back alone. And he went, he was very upset, and he was defeated, and he came back. And he, um, and he had three riders with him. So he said, 
he may have, you know, I'm going to kill the man because he was wrong. I, have, I, I came with three people, and as they came into the city, a stone fell down, killed the other three people, and he said Rashi was right, and he went to, to, to get a bracha, he has mechila, and he found out Rashi had died already, and, and so on, and they can point to the place today where it happened. Um, there are two problems with the story. First of all, Paul Gatry decided to die in Yerushalayim. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, and, and not, only, not only was he a mechutzev to die in Yerushalayim, he, he, he decided to die five years earlier than Rashi did. <laughs> so, so we have a real, real issue with, um, with uh, that story. Secondly, the, um, the, the, there's one of the stories is he went to Vergolas, all different places, and he even got to Africa, he went to the Rambam, and this and that, and, and so on and so forth. Um, it, 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 the Rambam was born 30 years after, after the Rashi was Nifta, so unless he went as a ghost, there was no, <laughs> way, there was no way he could go. So, so it, it, it's, it's, it, I mean, it's, it's stupidity, these stories. They, they, they're just, I, I'm, I'm down with Kafskus that people like to make these stories. It's nice. You tell the kids this, that, the other thing. But, 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 and, and so, so those stories, those nice stories about Rashi, they have no basis. They, 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 they just made out at a whole cloth. There are um, contemporary historians who try to make stuff of uh, 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 Rashi different people have put together these monographs, there's a big problem with them. They all have agendas, and what they do is, there is very, so when you have shuvas, when someone writes out more and so on, what they did is, Marshall, one person was, was more of a Zionist, and he writes about a Rashi, favorite that's a song, and so on, so on. What he does is he goes to Gemara's and, and Pesukim that speak about it, Yisrael, and Rashi naturally in other words, he takes Rashi's Pyrrhus and he builds a, th- a mountain out of a molehill. I mean, Rashi is in a context over there. It's not a shita. And, and this is on and on and on, you know, people organize different materials. But it's all from the same place. And to, to, to have his shitas and, and what he held and what it didn't hold is it, really, really um, very, very, uh, it, it, you know... <laughs> It, it, it's meaningless, and it exposes the agenda that these people have. So that, that's not something. There is something interesting. Um, a, 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 there was in a stroll, somebody named Rafal Halpern. Rafal Halpern was a fascinating personality. He actually was a, a descendant of the Sedadarius, I believe. His father was instrumental in building the Nabak. He was a wealthy man, and he did a lot of stockers. As a young person, he was very bright. And he was learning yeshiva, and Chaznish tried very hard to carve him. He was very wild. He became uh, a boxer, um, a lo- like a world-class boxer, and I don't know, he, he competed in national things. He was barely from for a long time. Chaznish, a lot of the letters in Igor's Chaznish are to him, to Rafael Halpern. He settled down at some point. Um, he had a chain of, of uh, optometrists that was successful. And he spent a lot of time writing, and he put out Atlas Eitzchayim, which is a map of <coughs> the Kufis that old Gedolim lived in, like 12 volumes. We have it in Shiva, 
put out all, all sorts of things like that. He, he had a very good memory and, and a very focused person. And he wrote a four-volume uh, work on Rashi called Rashi Pirusha. It's in the Yeshiva library. It's there. Lemaise, its its flavor is—he doesn't do much for the history of actually just—he just brings all the material that there is without being without sifting it. But he does the vast majority of firm are the first firm are. How many times does Rashi quote this? How many times does Rashi speak about this? All the words that Rashi defines, all the places that Rashi, you know, pinpoints. Every list imaginable from Rashi's works are there. And it's interesting. It, it, again, it's not it's not filtered well. Don't be a hodgepodge of stuff. But it's definitely a fascinating, uh, fascinating work, and, and that's basically what we have in terms of <laughs> works on Rashi. So early works we have come up nothing. We have the later works. We have a whole bunch of them, but in as much as they bring historical facts, it's come out all the same. And you know, and then there's debates about certain points which. No one knows this. No, no one, you know, it's not, it's, it's you know, flimsy. And then you have a lot of trying to put shittas in Rashi's mouth, which which doesn't quite uh, exist. Let's speak about things we do know. Um, so Rashi was born in in Troyes, that's France. Um, it's the middle of France, and he was he went away to learn. In, in a yeshiva in Worms, that's Germany, that's about, I don't know, 250 miles away, and the, the it, it was the uh, yeshiva of Rabbi Gershom. We spoke of Rabbi Gershom Argola, and that was the prominent yeshiva in Germany. The, um, the Rabbi Gershom died the year Rashi was born, and Rabbi Yaakov Bar was Rosh Yeshiva. He went there to learn, he got married, went back to learn. He was learning until he was about 26 years old. His, um, he learned under difficult circumstances. He was poor. He writes this in one of the tshuvas. <laughs> he to him that I, I sat and learned while, you know, my, while my parnasa was dochuk, and I had all of my tzavari, and so on. So it was clear he learned while he was married, and that he had a hard time, and so on. And after his theory, he went back to France. He started um, a yeshiva in his hometown, assumed to be Troyes, and that's where his marriage started until he was Nifta. The, um, the, the center of learning had been in Germany by the Bene Gershom and his Talmidim, he slowly, um, it's, it's because of Rashi, he attracted Talmud to France, and France took over as being the center of Torah learning. Rashi's um, Pirush, which is the majority of his work, definitely is built on, if you take a look at the Rabbinic Gershom, there's, there's the, the beginning of that type of pirush. There wasn't, you have to bear in mind, we've, we've seen in the Gaonim, in the, the, the only, the, the type of works that the Gaonim wrote were Bedera Klal, either Chuvis, the people that asked, or Halachic, 
works like like uh, uh, putting together all the halachas on the Indian, say for Mikzoya, say for this, say for that. The, the, uh, all that's they wrote. A running pirush was not something they wrote. It's not clear why, but that was the Messias. In in Germany, you see that there been a Gershom, and there were other pirushim there that had slowly developed this idea of putting down on the side of, you know, of putting down on the side of the page, but putting down a, a running commentary, running beer. It could be because the language was less familiar in in, um, in Iraq when they're speaking Arabic was much closer to Hebrew, people knew Hebrew. It could be it was getting more difficult. For whatever reason, that was um, that was the 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 place we developed. In Germany, this farm were also Mohalachic's farm, but already in Benegershom, and there were others could trace them like that, that had that type of flavor where a running commentary on the on the Chumash, uh, Tanakh, um, Gemara. The um, Rashi's Purish was written with Humaduris. It was something that that was uh, a work that kept, you know, being redone, and that's why it's it's understood that there were three Maduras of Rashi. Rashi A tried to condense his work; that was very important, and he also changed his mind. And he would write sometimes that this is what I thought at the beginning. Now I think differently, um, and that's why sometimes you find. Taisus will quote a Rashi that we don't have. It's assumed to be a Maduri Shaina. In the Shitan, Samasaftas, you have, he brings from Rashi uh, the first Madura of, of it. Rashi was constantly revising and so on. The, the Purish, and, and that's the sad part, people are, so if you're simpleton, the stories about in meeting the Godfrey, who was a big anti-Semite, and 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 and, and the Russia, Russia meeting, and and, and having him killed, that's a big, that's an exciting story, and that makes Rashi Chashiv. Pirush Rashi is an incredible work that we have nothing like it in Chal Yisrael. And let's point out some of it. We we take it for granted because quote unquote that's the easiest thing, but 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 this what Rashi is is first of all. It's a pirush that you could learn as a as a maschal maschal gemara. It's your art scroll to start the gemara with, and it is where you see the biggest kedusha when you when you're a shivan and think a shekvali. You you find the most astounding nekudis mirumas in Rashi. There there is n- there is nothing like it in miruta maschik as a miruba. There's so much in Rashi. The um, ra- the Ramam writes that a person olam you devarav muatin binyanim harbe that even divrei chachma divrei Torah a person should say a lot in few words. The Rambam is the paradigm for that in a halacha sefer in, in that type of sefer, and Rashi is the paradigm for that in a mefarish. If Rashi says something that you that seems superfluous, it's not. And you need to ask yourself, Michael Mashmala. That's, and Rashi's, 
take a look. I, I, I want to compare it to something. Take a look at Devin Ezra. Devin Ezra is written very, very laconically, very short, but it's a difficult. It, it doesn't read well. It, it, it's like Rosh Tevis. You've got to sit and, and mucha. You, you can't just read Devin Ezra. It doesn't flow. Rashi, you read and it flows. It doesn't feel as if it's bits and pieces. It reads, and it reads beautifully. And yet, when you look at a second and third and a fourth and fifth time, you say to yourself, wow. So this is what Rashi means to say. I, I want to demonstrate this in a way, in, in a way where we can see that that's, that's how Rashi works. Rashi had three daughters. Um, two, we know exactly who they were married to. The third one is assumed. But one of his daughters had a few children. Three of them are the Rabbeinu Tam, the Rivam, and the Rashbam. Those are three grandchildren. Now, they are the Balatasters. They learned with Rashi. They were, they were with Rashi. So, what's the shot? How did Taisus come out of Rashi? Rashi was their grandfather, their Rebbe, their Moraderech, they were, and everything. So, what's the relationship? The answer is, Taisus is the long uh, version, and Rashi is the short version. So, Lamashal. You take a Taisus, and Taisus shows you the problem with the Sugya, the possible to root him, the Tirutzim that don't work, and finally comes out with Pshat and Gemara, Tarsin Gemara. So Rashi will learn the Gemara like that last line in his, in his so to speak, Taisvis. That's how he is Mepharish the Gemara. So he, he learns it in a certain way, and you don't know what was the problem with learning it differently, what is the back and forth. It's clear that if Rabbeinu Tam, Rashbam, and Rivam were his Talmidim, then it means that was, it, that was inherent in his style. So, so what you're looking at is the bottom line of a Taisvis. Every, every place where there's a point to be made, Rashi, so to speak, the bottom line, he can argue with Taisvis. You know, Taisvis argues with him. But that's him. So, so, so it's an incredible work on all of Shas. We don't have every Vesachdan Shas from him, but we have it. And that's something that is flows like it would be the Aleph based teacher, like the simple Gemara for the for for beginner uh, uh, learner, to the most complex sugya. I once heard the Babatrava once said he used to do a lot of Shurim and Rashi and Chumash, it was a big thing, and he would say that anything since Chumash is about Chumash le Mikra, Rashi has to fit about Chumash le Mikra also. So Rashi is, can be incredibly simple and incredibly profound. The same Rashi, depending on who's learning it. Rashi is written with a minimum of words. It, it, it's no arichas to it. The Rashi flows poetically. It's beautiful to the air. It, it reads so well. And yet, you can read it like, like uh, a legal document. It's, it's like a contract written in a way that is letter perfect to submit to a court, but it reads like it would be a poem. That's almost impossible. It, it, you can read Rashi for the beauty of the words, and you can read Rashi for the, for the, for the crisp 
and specific Hagdoras of Rashi. Rashi did wrote this on Shas. That we have part of Obasra, part of Makis. By Makis, it says he was nifted there, but Obasra is not clear why it's not there. In um, Nidorim, it's supposedly not Rashi, it says Rabbeinu Gershom, unclear. There, there, is, there are some that Tainamoid Kot is not. There's a different uh, Rashmoid Kot, not clear, which is the first or the second one, but that's, that's another error. And some want a Taina Me'ila that's not Rashi. Those are the Mesechtes that Nedor uh, Me'ila and, and part of Asabatim, that for sure part of Makis. That's um, as far as Shas goes. On Chumish, Rashi is the Alephase. I remember Reb Chaim Shalavas was saying a Shmuz. He wanted to look for, he wanted to quote a Rashi inside. Reb Chaim could quote outside if he wanted to. He preferred to quote inside. So he asked somebody, a Chumish, like from the Bima. This person brought him um, a, you know, one of those Bibles. Like, like it, it was just the Hebrew. And Chaim opens it up. He had never seen it before and looks at it. And it says, then he closes, it says, without Rashi, it's not a Chumash. And the, he, he sort of, uh, he, he said it very, very, sort of, there's no such thing as a Chumash without Rashi. Rashi is the, you know, is, is, the, is the bread and butter of, of learning uh, uh, Chumash. I had a, a friend of mine, he, once, he said an observation, I think it's very true. People explain why, which Chazal Rashi brings, why he needed for Pshat, and all of that is, is absolutely correct. But he said another thing, he said, every Medrash that a Yid has to know, Rashi brings. These, this is your basics, Judaism 101. Learning Chumash and Rashi, finishing Chumash and Rashi means you know the main Akudas there are to know in, 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 in Agarat, in, in, in Chazal. And, it, and it's, it's very true. I know Shmuel Kamenetsky told somebody, asked him here in Yeshiva about telling over stories from the Medrash to kids. And he said, only the Medrashim that Rashi brings. Rashi, Rashi brings it, and that's that. Um, Rashi, we know that Rashi and Dira Yomim is assumed to be not Rashi. There's proof on that. There is also a question, it says in Eov at some point, that from this point onwards, it's not Rashi. Unclear about that. There's Rashi and Pirke Ovis, back and forth, if that's Rashi or not. Rashi on Medrash is probably, is assumed not. Um, and Rashi on the Rif is either a liquid of Rashi or it's somebody else who, who, who made it. It's, it's certainly not Rashi. Those are the things that we have in terms of Pirushim of Rashi. Like I said before, the um, Shubas that Rashi wrote, he answered a lot of Shailas and wrote Shubas, but um, the, it's very unclear. We don't have an, anything we know exactly. It's, this is exactly how he wrote and what he wrote and so on and so forth. Sefer Ora, Sefer Pardes, Shubas Rashi, and, and th- those are sfarim we have with collected things that seem to be Rashi, that says Rashi on it, but, but we assume they've been mangled over time. In Rashi on Chumash, there were 
a lot of um, people who felt comfortable adding, deleting, changing, and, and putting their own two cents in. It, Rashi w was, there was a lot, it's, you see it now, the pieces that have parentheses means that it's not Rashi, someone later added it. The, the, the one of the best um, editions of, of, of Rashi for that reason, there was somebody called Avram Berliner. Avram Berliner was a professor in, the, um, in, in Berlin, in the, in the Frum Seminary. He was a tremendous scholar, and he put out a Rashi, he used nine different Kisviyadis to establish what he felt was the correct Nusat. And, and a lot, a lot of it is tossing out things that people had added later. And unfortunately what happens is, the first person adds it on the side, on parentheses. The next person decides to clean up and put it in without parentheses, without, on the side, and it looks like Rashi. So, so there are all sorts of things like that. Um, they've, they're, they're, they've tried different places to make some Seder out of it. I, I do believe that Verbalina is considered one of the best additions in that way of trying to weed out what's Rashi, and what, what if people felt comfortable in, in sticking into Rashi. Um, it, Rashi lived in a very terrible Tkufa, and the end of his life was a very terrible Tkufa. The, the Crusaders happened, and Rashi wrote two or three slichas, extremely heart-wrenching slichas. I think two of them are in the slichas we have, um, and the slichas that we say, and, and, and they... Um, portray what it's like that Kalyasol is being Lemirmas, uh, very, very, they're, they're very strong and hard, slichas and so on. Kinnah, slichas. And I want to read a Lashen. So, so like I said before, there were not too many Lashenas of Rashi in, in, um, that we know for sure are his. So there's one quote about um, being, like I said before, learning in poverty and so on. Short, short term, but uh, that's him. And then there is the, the Rashi, there is a, 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 um, another place where Rashi is in a tshuva, speaks very strongly. Um, this is in Isaveta the Rashi, or no, it's a tshuva's Rashi, Simenantes. So there was a, a, a machlekes here about a certain Indian shechita, and I don't know what the give and take is before. So that Reb Meir was one of his chasanim, one of his son-in-laws, and he was the father of Rabbi Natam, Rivam, uh, and uh, Rashbam. So, so there was a machlokes going on about a, 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 a certain issue, and I, I want to be modia you. Um, the it was a machlokes about race, about about a certain uh, about a certain condition along. So I guess they must have said Rashi was chayzebai. I didn't have charata for my psak, and I won't. And what, what my Rebbeim taught me, 
doesn't seem right. The, the answers they gave are, are, are not oiskalfen. Vadayin ani vadayin ani mufram litsnuim, and vadayin moisram litsnuim. And I'm not going to um, publicize, but for the people that I feel comfortable with, I'll publicize it. If not for the big tsar, which I'm not sure what you're talking about, I would tell them, even though they wouldn't listen to me. I, I, um, I base myself on my Rebbe Rabbi Yaakov Yaka. The Av, so he's, the rabbis that he's talking about here are, you know, my rabbis kind of, uh, uh, so he says, what you, what you said doesn't make sense. I'm being toiler myself on my rabbi. And now he says, It's not that I heard this psaac directly from him. My heart, my svar, my vanim, um, came uh, it, it, it came from him in other words i know what he would say in a case like this because my home metzias is a hemshach of him they don't say over they don't say they so this is how they understand if they would tell me things that i would feel comfortable with i i would be happy but to tell people that it's strafe, I can't. In other words, he wouldn't go out on a limb and and um, and have it out with them if uh, if it, it didn't be, if he wasn't saving people from monetary loss. So this is a very it's a very takedikalashin of his, um, and and it's very very interesting. One other. Interesting point about his pirish is and this is this has been something that has been uh, discussed a lot. That there were there were sforim that were very noted to Dikdok and Pshat, Ebenezra, Radak, Rashbam. There were sforim that were Mayakrik Ramban and others. Where does Rashi fit in? So Rashi himself says he'll bring Hazal. And he say a drushi dorish when he leibasi eliyashiv a mikal pshutoi. But Rashi's pshutos al mikra is based um, on nedoshim on chazal a lot. So it it it, 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 it much more you don't find any of this. It's he's very unusual in in uh, in, in the in the older pashani a mikra that. He goes away from uh, he, he he stays to pshat, but his pshat incorporates the chazal in it. It's very very hard to be magdir. The famous Rashbam we've we've mentioned it in Shir, the, the Rashbam writes in Parshvayigash that I had a big argument with with my grandfather, and he was murdered to me that if he'd writing it today, he would write it differently, and so on. But be it as it may, Rashi is. Is a fascinating sira for the two, but and hard to pinpoint exactly what the kav is. Al Rashi marks a turning point 
in Klal Yisrael's Torah. It's a turning point where Torah moved to France and would be there the next 200 years or so. Rashi and his grandchildren and their Talmidim, 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 would establish Rashi and Taisvis. He, um, he was the first Sefer that was written as a flowing Pirush on Kolatera, on Tanakh, on, uh, on Gemara. His um, Pirush incorporated much, many of Divi Chazal and yet stuck to Pshat and tried to, you know, pinpoint Pshat. It's a, it's, it's a safer that can be, that's absolutely the best safer to use when you start in Gemara, and it's a safer that's malava you, no matter how far you go up. There, there's nothing written that is so full of teichen in so few words. Rashi's Pirish, Pirishim have had over 190, 200 Sfarim written to be Mepharished Rashi. Eliyom is Rachim, is starts one, and, and so on. Rashi's incredible ability, I mean, his, he, in his Pirish, he has everything. He has, he's, he's Diktuk, he's a master of Diktuk, he's a master of comparing it to other Psukim, he's a master of the Chazal, He's, he's really, really incredible in, in, in how everything and anything that's needed, that was needed to understand where he had his fingertips, the metzius in the world around, and what it means, and so on. We, we also have in Rashi, in a few places, where he says, I don't know how to explain this to me, Asha Dimitra. It's interesting that Rashi writes that. If, if, if it's, a, it's a certain another. But also, it means that if it's schwer over here, and I, even if you don't have pshat, but to point out to someone that this is a place where it's not going to be easy, and you need to understand it, is what Rashi's trying to do. That's what Rashi's doing. He's saying, this is a place where it's not pashi, and I don't know. Rashi, in a few places, in quite a few places, he uses the. He says, "I don't know. It's not Mesiashif for me, and, and so on and so forth." Rashi's Talmidim became Balitaisvis, which are to us that's the same as the Torah. Gemara Rashi Taisvis Tanakh with with Rashi. That that's really um, it's an incredible leap forward in Torah. It's an incredible um, basis for the future Torahs. They they till this very day. Every person learns Rashi with a new eye. Everyone, everyone sees more and more in Rashi. And Rashi's coil everything. It, it, it's an incredible accomplishment. It's and what the Rambam did in Halacha, he did in, in, uh, in, in, in Pirush. Um, it, it's, um, it, from this point onwards, it, there's nothing like it's going to be written again. Teistus in Amayach, Demefalpel, we shine him in, in Spain, Amarichim, Falpulim, and that's the next Helkatera. But this is a unique moment where he 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 produced the what the ultimate what he got from his Rebbeim, the Kontrasim, Rabbi Gershom and so on, he cast and produced something which would become that the 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 the, the, the accompaniment to Tera in Kalatera Kula. 
Achoponim, um, that's those are things to to, to bear in mind, to to, to um, think about.